0: Welcome to Don Infinite Wealth Infinite Wealth Strategist podcast. I am so thrilled to have uh, Michelle Gordon here. On. She's from uh, Down Under. She's going to be bringing the thunder from Down Under, as they say, uh, to talk about uh, her entrepreneurial experience and how she's been able to get started, what inspired her, and uh, how things are going. So, Michelle, Michelle, thank you very much for being on my podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me, Don. Well, it's great to be here.
0: No, I I have to confess a a um a childhood thing. I have been so fascinated with Australia as soon as I uh, heard of Olivia Neutron Bomb, as we used to call her, <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Newton John. <laughs> you know, she was uh, she was uh, one of the most beautiful singers I ever heard when I was a kid in the seventies. You know, so um, oh, yeah. and of course, you know, I always was um, loved. Uh, I'm a World War II buff, and, and Australian and how the Australians fought in World War II, especially in, in the Pacific Theater, was always something that I, I was uh, really uh, into. So uh, kudos to the Australians back in uh, helping to defend from the from the attack from the Japanese. So good on you guys. Uh, <laughs> that's a total tangent, but uh, so tell me about uh, tell me about what you're doing with your business now.
1: Yes, yeah, so. I'm uh, a registered nurse of 24 years, uh-huh. and my husband and I run a, a flooring business. Mm-hmm. So, um, installing vinyl and and um, epoxy and polished concrete flooring. So, we started that business in. We live in in Central Queensland in a mining industry and big mining region here right and we started that business in 2015 and typically the industry that where we live goes through a boom and a bust mm-hmm. every eight to 10 years right and we started the business in the absolute bust <laughs> so <laughs> there was no work there was there was not a lot going on at the time and um we had a brand-new baby as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, around the time of uh, us starting that business, I really, our baby was 10 months old. I handed the baby to my husband and, and went to the hospital and and worked as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And um so we've got uh, that business and then in 2020 I started my online coaching business. Mm. So and that's to help support nurses in burnout. I wrote a course based on my own burnout journey. Uh-huh. And I've actually now left my permanent nursing position after 24 years to go full time in that. So well so that's a- <laughs> Let's let's go back to the
0: uh, when you and your husband decided that you wanted to start your business. What inspired that move?
1: Um. So he had worked for an a company for twenty something years, mm-hmm. and we were living down south in Melbourne, in Victoria, in in Australia at that time. Right. Um, and decided for a bit of a sea change. So we moved two states in Australia and moved up north into Queensland into this, the sunshine and beach, which was great. Right. And the company, so two, he went to work for another company, and after 18 months it closed down and shut its doors because of the boom and the bust. I think there was six <clears cities throat> in in the region at that time, right. and, and half of them shut down. And we kind of looked at each other and and he said, "Well, I may as well go out of my own." Mm-hmm. and um I was like, okay <laughs> with with so much fear behind that
0: right um,
1: but at that point, you know he had so much experience and so much knowledge, and he really was such a leading uh, leader in 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 that field um. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I can create something on my, my own and, and we're going to have the freedom then to to do what we want with our children and to have mm-hmm. the life that we want. So that was, I guess, the catalyst that kind of started that with, with the intention of having our own freedom. Right.
0: Well, <clears throat> did you get the freedom or did you find that it was just another job? Except <laughs> you, you were the boss and you had to work harder.
1: And you're so right, like it's been a it's been a beautiful i guess journey of both right of 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 really working hard and you know we're 7 years on in that business now we've got five employees mm-hmm. um we've been scaling that to to seven figures and and putting the work in there but it, it's been a bit of both. So, and I think it, it, that's just what it is when you're an entrepreneur, it's you, you're working, you know, your, your brain is constantly ticking. Um, you're taking calls and, and nutting out quotes and working out sick leave and, and, you know, setting the week ahead. So it's not like you, you've clock off at, 5 p.m. in the afternoon and and then you go home and you forget about it like you would as an employee. So oh. yeah, it's been it's definitely been both, but we've still managed to stick to our our freedom and our 2 we've got three busy children who we do surf life saving here in Australia. So we we travel up and down the coast of Queensland mm-hmm. um, and have been for the last uh, 5 6 years for for um, surf life saving events which we love because it's our family thing. We're all involved in it, and my husband and I am too. And that's been – we've been able to do that because we're like, well, no, that's what we do. So we've taken the time off as we've needed it and done those things as we've wanted to, which is great.
0: That's good. So what would you say – how many hours were you guys working a week, do you think, when you first got started? Oh, I ask because I've been there. I mean, <laughs> when I was when I started my real estate investing business, I was averaging fifteen hours a day. So I, just, yeah. I was So
1: I would say at least twelve hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah.
0: That's, the, that's the thing that I always tell. I don't want to be a um, you know the Grinch who stole Christmas when I talk to people who want to take the plunge into entrepreneurship. What I do tell them is to be prepared to work harder than you ever have in your life. Yes. Because it just doesn't, yes. I mean, because it's all the buck stops here. You have to, it's all you, you know, especially the beginning exactly. you employees, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, and, I, and honestly, I kind of think it's the way it should be because it's kind of like a survival of the fittest in a sense, a right of passage. <laughs> <that> so you, you, <laughs> that's, that's it just, it's what you do. That's what has to happen. Not, hardly ever you just snap your fingers and you're an instant success. It just doesn't work that way. And... No,
1: and, and you're so right. Like every everything is part of the the learning journey, and it's like the last man standing wins. You know, <laughs> like uh-huh. and and, the, and that's what we've seen in in the region that we live, be, being the boom and the bust that it is. Mm-hmm. So many businesses just don't survive, and and I think when we came in, we had this vision and this goal and this dream. We both work hard plus we had the support of of coaching we had a business coach that really was ultimately about mindset Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what really kept us going when you know really working on our mindset of this is the way it is Mm -hmm. and this is you know celebrating our successes along the way because it is hard it's a it's a it's a long hard road so
0: yeah how long long did it take for you guys to start being profitable
1: uh i would say so we started 2000 about four years four years yeah yeah and so my nursing career really supported the business in that entire time
0: right i can see that it took me two years before i had my first my you know when i started i said i want to be a real estate investor and i started taking action to become a real estate investor uh, it took me two years till I got my first house closing, where I made, actually made money. So,
1: wow! Yeah, yeah, and so that's why people give up because there's not that instant gratification, right? No. And two years is a long time if you're, yeah, you know. I a mean,
0: and I didn't have a wife working. My wife, my wife was home with the kid because we, he he was born with three cerebral hemorrhages. Uh, and so she was, I mean, good, you know, goodbye career when that happened, because she's had to, she had to, you know, be with him the entire time, even now he's 21. He still needs help. You know, not I mean, thankfully, with all, thanks to all the, you know, we were able to get involved with a a, a neurologist. We got there early before he was a month years old. And and the, the, the neurologist warned us this is experimental therapy. But, yeah, you know, and, and you know, he's gone. I mean, maybe 90 percent of what what um quote quote normal situation is the right. man it was just hours and hours of acupuncture and, and um massage and uh it just it was just you know it was that was her job and uh meanwhile yes. i was here trying to run a you know trying to get a, get a business going without that so it was all on me on the financial side it was all on her on on the kid's side so that was um yeah. but you know well, what I'm- something to say about something to be said about desperation too because you know, if you if you have no way else, no way out but forward, then you can't quit. What are you going to do? You know, there's no way mm-hmm. I could afford. I couldn't afford all the therapy if I was if I was working for somebody. No one's going to pay me that kind of money. So yes, you know, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, you just do what you have to do. And you're right. I mean, if I if I would, in my opinion, it's, you know, it's a free. It's a free world, free country. You know, we're free. You're free. Uh, you know, if um, you know that's my train of thought there, but it's just, um, I know what it is. Uh, for me, the biggest coaching uh, thing I ever got was when I read Napoleon Hill's, uh, you know, thing, grow rich and it was just, don't quit. Just don't quit. Yeah. 90% is just showing up and and just keep doing the job, keep doing the job every day because that's what, that's why, uh, you know, natural selection, like I said, people quit too soon.
1: Definitely and that's the thing like we decided I think around 2019 you know where we wanted to to go in in the the flooring business of trade and and we both really sat down and, and said this, what does that look like, how, you know, how how much money are we going to be making, you know, all of the things. And, and it was both of us coming together and saying this is just going to happen and we're not going to quit until until we see it to happen. And, and that means showing up every day. Yeah. And doing it.
0: Yeah. How did it affect your relationship? Do you feel like that the being, entre- you know, being entrepreneurs that brought you closer together, or did it cause extra challenges in your relationship?
1: It's brought us closer together for sure. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And so, I th- it's it's new levels of combinate, conversation together, mm-hmm. and new levels of trust and celebrating together so yeah it's been it's been definitely brought us together in in such a beautiful way and you know every week we sit back we've got a beautiful um, home now that overlooks the ocean Mm -hmm. and we sit down and and just kind of go over the week that was and celebrate high five talk about our wins it's so beautiful because it gives Gives us a chance to reflect then and and acknowledge each other for for the work that we've put in that week.
0: Okay, so all right, so let's transition to COVID. I'm sh- you know, and uh, because you were a nurse, you were on the front lines during COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how bad was that?
1: Yeah, we uh, did. We weren't. Um, affected like the bigger cities we're in the regional region on the coast so we didn't experience the harsh lockdowns as Melbourne or Sydney those biggest um capital cities in Australia right. so that we got hit by COVID quite late so I think it was around halfway through 2021 or Yeah, so it was about a year later. We started to see it a -hmm. lot here. Um, And it's definitely changed in the nursing profession. It's um, burning people out more with the added stress, the extra workload. Um, There's definitely a lot I work in the emergency, did work in the emergency department. So just... Even, you know, having someone come to the door that needs emergency medical help is a whole different procedure to to get them seen. So that in itself was quite stressful. And and what I really noticed most, aside from all of the extra stuff that we had to do as a nurse and, and in the hospital itself, was the fear within people and and that and that anger that brought that brought that came up with that mm-hmm. so um that i felt was probably the hardest thing to deal with because it really put people in you know in this such a fearful state and yeah i i found that was most challenging
0: was that was your decision to uh talk about you know burnout especially for nurses, was that a direct uh, correlation with what happened with your experience in, uh, as a nurse during COVID?
1: No. So my experience, I had a, a pretty nasty, not nasty, I suppose it was, yeah, it was an experience of burnout between 2016 to 2018. Okay. And I it hit pretty much rock bottom. I was an alcoholic and I suffered ang- severe anxiety
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I looked for, for help in that two years and my employer was, they they do an employee assistance program and basically send you off to a counsellor mm-hmm. and then, you know, make sure that you're right to keep working. So I didn't find that that whole system helpful at all it didn't help me one bit and I thought you know they hand you a card and say go and get some help but make sure you come back into work tomorrow and none of the things that in that program were helpful so I went on my own journey of healing and help and I, I worked through it all and about 12 months after that, I had my colleagues coming to me at work asking how I did it. How did I lose the weight? How did I look? Um, how was I showing up with energy? My skin was clear. I was confident. You know, I just was showing up as a different person and they were asking me for help. So um, it was about 12 months after that that I decided to le- what I'd learned in my own journey. I'll write that into a step-by-step course. Mm-hmm. And and program to give other people nurses who are in that experiencing burnout as well to give them that process to follow as well. So it pretty much when I I took me twelve months to write this course, and my launch date that I'd set was March twenty twenty. So pretty much as COVID rolled in in into uh, our world, yeah. So.
0: Well, isn't it interesting how, you know, new businesses, new ventures tend to just happen like that when you realize, oh, wait, I don't, I have something that is as a value and people need to know about it. You know? Yeah. I hear that. I mean, for me, you know, my journey now has been, you know, cause I was, my business was completely affected by COVID. I mean, you know, my, as a real estate investor, you know, for 18 years, my entire, my, my one, True blue, hundred percent perfect uh, source of houses were people in foreclosure, and then COVID came and they shut the courts down for almost two years. So Mm -hmm. then I was faced with no way of, you know, continuing my livelihood, which had been very very profitable for eighteen years. And not to mention the fact that my, my family got stuck in Russia because my wife is Russian. And and um, and so I used to be flying back and forth all the time. I mean, I was a Delta's you know, diamond medallion member. Uh, I had so many miles you wouldn't believe. And I just kept, I was basically commuting from Florida to, to Russia. And all of a sudden the Iron Curtain of COVID slammed down. I didn't see him for almost two years. And oh, uh, gosh. yeah, it was it was tough. And then not to mention that my business was, there was no revenue for my business. And um, I kind of had the same thing where I had to basically decide, okay, what do I have? Where can I pivot to? Mm -hmm. That's where I realized that I had learned how to help people in the United States, anybody who's not a salaried employee, legally reduce their taxes by as much as 97%. And I realized that's something that's marketable. That's something that people would be interested in that would resonate with them. So I had to completely rebrand myself and completely pivot to something that was totally new and I was basically like starting over again um so that is incredible yeah Yeah, that was that was but you know again um if what if what you have resonates you'll break through eventually and and I would say that if it took me two years to break through with um my real estate investing business it took me less than six months on this because I knew I knew so much already yeah. Mm. the only thing that the only thing that i did differently with with this business as opposed to real estate investing business was because i did this online yes yeah yeah and i became the king of tiktok in my in my uh, in my uh niche as you want to call it that and so but i'm, I'm everywhere now on this and that, that was the biggest thing i never did that in real estate because i didn't have to because i just had to go to the courts you know so yeah if, yeah it's different the, model isn't it different- I mean, forced me to have to learn new skills you know and so that's that's, that's, what, that's the challenges right i mean would you would you uh say that's that in your experience as well is that the challenges they're what it's they're kind of like you know when you're chipping away at a, at a rock trying to create an arrowhead or something you know you're just you know that 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 adversity that's what hones your your skills and and makes you a better entrepreneur or you don't and you quit there's no way I was gonna quit. You know, again, desperation, right? <laughs> I was never gonna see my family if I didn't start making that kind of money again. And plus they were stuck without any money, you know. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. And I think you're right, like the challenges. Um a- a- every time we've had some big challenges in our in our flooring business, yeah. and we lost a lot of money, I think it was 2019, where I was just you know it it really shook us it tested our marriage we weren't properly protected we didn't know at the time and we had a, a client um really take us take us on and and we we had to just lose that money and say goodbye to it and that was one of the hardest most challenging times we've had however and we couldn't see it at the time But we could, however, after that, we realized where there was a gap missing, where we weren't protected, and what we needed to do moving forward. And huge, huge lesson in that. And then coming back from that, we grew really quick. Like, we had this big growth in terms of sales and revenue. Like, so it was, it's almost like in those lessons and challenges, you have so much growth and you can have so much success in there as well. Mm-hmm. so yeah
0: so how's how's the uh, how's the consulting business going how's this new venture going for you
1: really good so I, like I left nursing in July this year and I've I've you know been marketing in my courses and putting my course main course out there about overcoming burnout Mm -hmm. and I it it was a big step for me to to leave nursing Mm -hmm. I and that was a I guess a challenge for me my husband was fully supportive and he's like go for it you've got this do this but it was a big identity shift for me because nursing's been my you know one of my labels for 24 years I guess like you with real estate it's like who am I now like how right. do I? so I quit I've left uh, my, my permanent job and have gone full-time in in the coaching and consulting I guess with people and I think it was August so yeah one of the uh, recent months I actually made um my more than my entire income in nursing for the whole of last year in one month so and I just like I still scratch my head and think oh my gosh like I've done a whole year of nursing and night shift and weekends and you know crazy hours and in one year in one month I made more than that in my coaching business so this is just the beauty of of it, I get to work from home mm-hmm. because we've got the three children, of course, who are busy, and there's just so much freedom and flexibility in that.
0: Much so. more than when you started your uh, flooring business, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's Definitely. that's what I found. that's what I found is that. Uh, in fact, I, I did a post on my Facebook page. I kind of do like a mini blog every day. I did. It on, I put it on my LinkedIn as well, and I, I I put one on there today about how much of a lazy marketer I've become. Because, yes. you know, because I was always, I was always out there cold calling and, you know, actively hunting. And now it's because of what happened with COVID and having to pivot now, it's just all about content creation and getting out, on getting out on, on all the platforms. And then people come to me and it's just so much easier, you know? And so it's like, I want to continue being a lazy marketer because it's nice,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, and and true. you're sharing the stuff that you know and that you know is really helpful. Right. And if you're doing that so authentically and genuinely, people gravitate to that.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, right. so that's that is such a big pivot, Don. I love that. It is so good.
0: And that's why, you know, I think that I talked to a lot of people that for, for them COVID was a was a thing where they that forced them to pivot and you know, I think I read somewhere that, that um, you know, software and courses boomed during COVID, right? Because that was the that was the chance people were home. And it's like, you know, you can only watch Netflix so long, you know, until you get bored and you want to do something of, or you're forced to. Like, we well, don't have that luxury. But, uh, yeah, I think that, that the more and more people now are realizing that they have things of value, but it has to – you can't fake it. You have to know it. Right, so I mean, it's unless you unless you can really absorb it quickly and become an expert, you know, it's always good to start with what you know, and speak your truth because people have watched so many videos, they have a sense if someone's BSing them or not, you know. And but if you speak honestly, open and direct, and you you um, you know you don't fake it, then then it will resonate with enough people. Definitely. As long yeah. as you're consistent, right? Because I mean, I'll tell you, it took me four months before I before I got my first sale. Yeah. yeah, right. A lot of videos I was making in four months. A lot of videos, you know. And
1: and how do you do that? How do you deliver your service?
0: Is it well for me? It's 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 consulting. So um, I have I have my own system. I call it the Mount Rushmore system. And you may not know about this because you're from Australia, but Mount Rushmore is this you know, monument in South Dakota to the four presidents. They have uh, Lincoln, Jefferson, uh Theodore Roosevelt, and uh Washington, of course. And so, you know, there's four heads there. So when you, it became kind of slang in the U.S. about the Mount Rushmore of whoever, like who's the Mount Rushmore of the best baseball players, you know, and you, who's on the Mount, right? So for me, it was just, I realized that if I made one video a week, then I could put that on YouTube. That's one platform. I can rip the audio, it becomes a podcast episode. I take the transcript and that becomes a blog. And then of course I can have my my video back on a, on a vlog and I can put it on Reddit and different places like that. And plus I can edit that video with my 30 to 45, 50 second clips, and that becomes my my social media content for the entire week. And so mm-hmm. that's just what I started to do. And so it just constantly, you know, one Sunday was my content creation day. It still is. And then, yeah. you know, that's when I do the video and I uh, edited it. And then, of course, it goes in the podcast. It goes in the, you know, the whole thing. And then I chop it up and then I put that on my phone. And so then three times a day, you know, morning, noon and night, I post a clip, three clips a day, go out and the whole thing. And, you know, of course, it's all being driven to my my capture page. And then, you know, then it goes to my website where I have my ebook and my webinar. And then it's like, you know, uh, schedule a free consultation. Great. That's the system. And and it took a while. It took four months before I started getting my first sales. But now it's going great. And this is a high ticket item. So it's not like I'm selling. I'm not selling like, uh, um, you know, I don't know, $30. Yeah books or whatever, you know, or, or $250 course. I mean, this is like $20,000. So, um, but it, you know, it's, it resonates and it's, you know, but you have, it takes time. And, you know, I had people tell me that I was watching your videos for two months and I finally decided to go ahead and, and reach out to you because you never quit.
1: Yeah. 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 You're showing up you're there all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: So, um, I just love talking to entrepreneurs. I think it's amazing. I think there's just so much, so much that can be learned about life and about humans and human relationships that that comes out because, you know, it, it tests you as as a person when entrepreneur more so than anything else that you're ever going to find. And I'm, you know, my wife, she grew up in the Soviet union then Russia, of course, but she was already graduated when Russia was, was came into being. And, you know, they didn't have any entrepreneurialism there. And so, She's very much a salary mentality person. And so mm-hmm. that's been her challenge to to you know to be married to a crazy American who's an entrepreneur because it's up and down. You know? Of course. Yeah, that's used to just steady every, you know, uh paycheck. So that's yeah, been our, our challenges. But uh, we've got, you know, twenty two years now, we, we're still here. So um that says right, something. Yeah, maybe because yeah. we're done so much, you know, we it's hard to get your nerves and you don't live together anymore but uh no just, it's it's been a challenge but um well listen i really appreciate you uh, being on the 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 uh, podcast and if you, you know what everybody you know when you're consuming this go down to the description you're going to see her links and where you can find her and um i want you to go there and consume her content because you if you're it doesn't matter if you don't suffer from burnout it doesn't matter Because you need to immerse yourself with this kind of knowledge and people are sharing this they've learned it through hard experience. And if you you know the best way to avoid a lot of the hard experience is to learn from other people and their journeys and you can find little nuggets. From all different areas, so you can't find the nuggets if you're not reading and consuming it. So, um, and this is all going to be down inside the uh, you know the description. So go there and uh, you know reach out to her, and I, I know you're not going to be disappointed. So Michelle, this was awesome. Thank you very much for being on, and I Thank wish you, you best would continue your journey. Thanks, Don.